What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters. I'm your host, Phil. So listen up, because I'm here to learn you a thing or two. Today, about Kumbhakarna. He's a Rakshasa from Hindu mythology. And before I really get into his myth, I'd like to start off with a joke that will hopefully have context by the end of my story. So this guy walks into a bar and sees a tiny man, can't be more than a foot tall, playing the piano. He goes up to the bartender and is like, wow, that's amazing. Where did you get a guy like that? Bartender tells him there's a genie that will grant anyone one wish, but be very careful about what you wish for and speak clearly. Guy finds the genie and decides to wish for a million bucks because he's basic. Genie grants him a million ducks. Irate, he goes back to the bartender to find out what gives. Bartender tells him, look, I warned you, genie's a bit hard of hearing. Do you honestly think I wish for a 12-inch pianist? So that brings us to the story of Kumbhakarna, the sleeping giant. Like I said, he was a Rakshasa, which is a demon in Hindu mythology, and he was the brother of Ravana, who was the Rakshasa king. That's not really where the story starts, though. Vishnu, one of the Trimurti, the three cosmic functions of creation, maintenance, and destruction personified, with Vishnu being the one representing maintenance, had two gatekeepers that guarded his home. They were the brothers Jaya and Vijaya, and they screwed up big time. The four Humaras approached the gate seeking the counsel of Vishnu, but the brothers turned them away because they looked like ordinary children. They didn't question how four unsupervised ordinary children came to the palace of one of the major gods in all of Hindu mythology, or that maybe a being as divine and benevolent as Vishnu would want to help these children who were clearly lost, and the said the gatekeeper's like, nah, he's sleeping, can't be disturbed. Now, the four Humaras are actually the four sons of Brahma, the cosmic entity who represents creation. And so they wielded a tremendous amount of power and were probably used to getting a whole lot of respect. So they went to the two brothers and cursed them to lose their divinity and in doing so, lose their mortality. They pleaded with Vishnu to give it back, but he claimed he couldn't actually break the curse of the Humaras. But he could give them a way out of it. They would either have to live seven lives as devotees to Vishnu, or three lives as his enemies. Not wanting to be away from their patron for so long, they chose three instead of seven. Which, I mean, frankly, I'm not sure which was the better choice, because if they were reincarnated as humans, they don't have really long lifespans. But if you're brought back as the enemies in Vishnu, like, Vishnu's going to smite all of his enemies. You know, he's one of the three cosmic beings. He's that powerful. You're probably going to lose your life at some point. So in their first lives, an, av an avatar of Vishnu kills them, as is uh, prophesized. And in their second lives, they come back as Ravana and Kumbhakarna, demon brothers. For being a demon that was supposed to be all evil... Kumbhakarna is actually a very peaceful being. He was taught philosophy by Narad Muni, and he was generally opposed to violence. He was known to be so powerful due to his great size, but was also very wise. So much so that Indra, the king of the gods, was actually jealous of him. Kumbhakarna and Ravana were very devoted to Brahma, which is ironic because they were reincarnated as enemies of Vishnu, but that's another story. They were so devoted that Brahma decided to grant them each a wish. As I've mentioned, they were Rakshasa, aka Hindu demons, and I assume Brahma just thought it might be funny to see what happens. Because honestly, it seems fairly irresponsible. But being cosmic deity, he's like, whatever, can't affect me all that much. 
As Kumbhakarna is about to make his wish, which would be Indrasana, the throne of Indra, effectively making him king of the gods, which I got to say is one hell of a wish. The goddess Saraswati curses his tongue to say Nidrasana, a bed to sleep. Brahma is like, oh, of course, you obviously didn't mean to say anything else, and immediately curses him to sleep forever. He's like, I'm so good at this. I'm so benevolent. Ravana, which is just a colossal waste at this point, wishes to undo the previous wish. Ravana generally makes a ton of bad decisions. We'll get into that later. So Brahma sort of undoes the previous wish, but only sort of, because Kumbhakarna would now, instead of sleep forever, wake up every six months. And he's super hungry when he wakes up because he's been asleep for six months. And then he only lasts like two days of eating. In the grand scheme of throwing away a golden opportunity, this has to take the cake. They each got a wish from the cosmic representation of creation, which means they could get anything in the universe. And what they essentially got out of it was that one of them was now a Snorlax. So he goes on about his life, sleeping and eating, and I mean eating. He ate so much that the gods were actually terrified he would eat existence itself. In the meantime, Ravana, making bad decisions, steals the wife of Rama, who is one of the avatars of Vishnu, and starts a war. And he's losing this war horribly. Obviously he is. He's going against the cosmic super being. He decides he needs to keep, he needs to wake up his brother and he gets an army of elephants to march across him to wake him up. Kumbhakarna finally wakes up, sees what a terrible idea this is, and tells Ravana to return Rama's wife and apologize. Go beg for forgiveness. Ravana's just like, nope. And so to keep his brother's honor, Kumbhakarna marches out to fight the army. And fight he does. He trounces the monkey army. He kidnaps the monkey king. He's laughing while he's doing it. Nobody, he's not even breaking a sweat. This guy is super powerful. He's eventually slain by Rama's arrows. Of course he is because Rama is the incarnation of one of the cosmic deities. Kumbhakarna is all like, oh my, I lost. Who could have possibly predicted this? Oh wait, it was me because I'm not a giant idiot like my idiot brother. So both him and his brother die. In this war, they're eventually resurrected again, only to be killed by a different avatar of Vishnu. Obviously, because it's Vishnu. But before being able to finally return as Jaya and Vijaya and be Vishnu's doorman again. 